about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to this week's program. We're all, this program is still called All In With The Lord, and every week we talk more about how to be all in with the Lord and how you might become a closer, um, closer to Him because He's always been close to us. You know, I've been studying this subject, meaning the Lord, and, and digging into His Word probably for over 45 years. And time flies when you're having fun. But as I am recently really involved in studying the Word more and more, I am seeing more and more revelation of who we are in Christ and who God planned for us to be. So as we talk about this today, I'd like you to think about yourself in terms of God made you in such a unique fashion, and He had you wired up perfectly. He had us wired up perfectly, and he wanted us to be so successful in everything that when he made us, he made each one of us in a way that we could not fail. We could not fail. All you had to do, all Adam had to do was use the protocol, use what God had given him, and it would always work. It would always work. But What happened, as we know the story, is Adam was tricked or whatever you want to call it, but he chose to listen to other information that came from the the shriveling snake, the, the demon of the universe, Lucifer. And that information contaminated and literally rewired his brain. Now, that's what I want to talk about today, because our brains... The way we think, the connections that are made every day in your mind are contaminated. They're contaminated. If you were born on earth and have not accepted Jesus as the Lord of your life and have had that born-again experience, and even if you have, your, your brain is still contaminated until you begin the process of renewing your mind. So the creator of the universe created the most sophisticated software system in the world, the most sophisticated human experience that ever could ever possibly exist, the kind that could rethink itself, reinvent itself. And that's exactly what happened when Adam, with his free will, chose to follow Lucifer, or, as the story tells us, eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And when that evil began to get into his brain, the circuits began to get rewired in such a way that he literally changed dramatically overnight. Instantly, actually. So, in the process of him biting into that apple of information that came from Lucifer, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. 
that evil just went right into his system and began to rewire his brain with all the possibilities of failure. And that, up until then, he didn't even know he was naked, didn't feel naked, didn't feel insecure, didn't feel anything other than perfect love, which came from the Father who created him. So here we are on this planet, and I want to speak to anybody who's a Christian right now, and I want to ask you to just shake yourself for a second and say, I'm willing to wake up. I'm willing to grow and stretch Today, I am ready to find out what God Almighty, the King of the universe, the all-encompassing creator of the universe, what were and are his intentions for me. And stop thinking that you have an answer. Stop thinking like you have figured out your life. There are two kinds of people in that regard. One is the guy who has gone through life and He's setting up a financial future because he trusts in money, and that money will get him through. You have to have no, how many years you're going to make it, and you're going to then uh, make it through that financial future because you have planned it. You have planned it. Then there's the other one who doesn't plan anything, doesn't have any extra money, hurting because the economy and gas and everything else is just crushing them. Doesn't don't can't even come up with a thousand or two thousand dollars in a crisis because that's how drastic it is. So we have two kinds of people, one who thinks they have it all figured out for the future and the one who doesn't have a clue how to figure it out. But all of those thoughts are contaminated thoughts, both sides, both sides. Our mind has to be renewed in a way. And God created you this way, that you and your body, this temple, this guardian of your life, this fleshly body, has the ability to change, transform, and recreate anything that you ever would want or need if you would stop thinking of that you have an answer. And that's where God, the creator of this whole system, knew there was one way to get his man back and to reteach him how to live in this kingdom that he built called earth and utilize the laws and principles which he created that the human body has control over through rewiring our minds back to where they were when and before Satan got Adam to rewire his mind another way. You know, we talk about artificial intelligence. Today, everybody's talking about the the power of artificial intelligence and how it can reason and it can figure out a complex problem and then re-change the way it's going in order to get through. You have been wired the same way. You have the equipment. You have the God-given equipment that can do that. But it's not artificial, it's real. You have the real intelligence in us that can modify, change, cope, redirect, get through. You, your body can be made whole. Your mind can be made whole. You don't have to be sick. You don't have to be broke. It has the ability. Now, you may not be using it, 
And you may not even like this message, in which case I tell you, turn it off. But our Creator never intended for you to be broke, busted, sick, or disgusted. He intended for you to be blessed, be blessed, going in, coming out, going in, coming out. Now, what have you done to rectify and rewire the circuits in your brain concerning what God wants you to be? And that's where we begin today's program. By talking about the fact that you are a walking, talking, incredible human. And you you are a supernatural being. But you're not acting that way in most cases. We just kind of want things our way. Hope they'll go our way. Try to get a little piece of the puzzle so that it begins to go our way. But then... There's an adversary, and his name is Lucifer, and he's around to try and mess you up at every turn. Now, I'm going to go over some scriptures, and we're going to go over how you and I can rewire what our neurological brain to cause it to actually recreate a software program. So we understand different terms today that never could have been discussed years ago, thousands of years ago. But this rewiring of your brain will recreate a software package that will transform how you are, who you are, how you think, and your position in life. And you will never, ever lack anything again. Do you believe that? Well, that's where we start today's program. you're going to have to dispute with me. If you don't want to believe what I just said, you're going to have to debate and dispute. And I'm not even going to debate because it's undebatable. The Word of God. Because that is exactly what the Word of God is. And Jesus came to teach us that we don't, you know, to preach the gospel, the good news to anyone who has ears to hear. So if your ears aren't hearing, Wake them up, man. Spray something in there. Wake it up and get your ears listening. Put your ears on because this is important. Now, here in Mark 9, 23, verse 23, King James Version, Jesus said to them, If thou canst believe, if you could believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Now, what's so difficult about that? Well, I tried that, Art. I believed for a whole hour. I believed for a whole day. I even believed for a whole week that I would uh, be a millionaire or that I would be totally cancer-free or that my eyes would open because I've been blind all my life. And I believed, but I didn't see anything happen. So, therefore, I had no choice but to continue to believe what I see. And what I see is that I'm broke, busted, sick, or disgusted. Therefore, I will continue to act that way, and I will continue to live that way, because that's just the way it is. Really? What do you think the term born again means? Now, you were born into this earth however you are, and you may very well be blind. You may very well be sick. You may very well be broke. You may very well be abused and have been abused from childhood. You might have come to a place where you 
are not happy with the conditions that you're living in. But you have two choices. You can continue to eat from the tree of good and evil, the knowledge of good and evil, or you can begin to transform your thinking by eating from the tree of life. And by eating from the tree of life, you will rewire your thinking, rewire your circuits in a way that things around you will change. Do you believe that? Well, that's what Jesus asked. If you can believe, all things are possible to who believes. But what do you believe? Do you believe you're stuck, hopeless, or do you believe you're filled with faith and hope that you know that the God who created you and created this universe is standing by, ready to transform your life. He is standing by. He's ready to go. What are you, yes, you, you right now, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to continue down the path you've been on and continue to get the same results? Or or are you going to follow along here and learn how to change your situation? Does it happen by tomorrow morning? Probably not. However, it is absolutely going to happen. And it could happen by tomorrow morning if thou canst believe. So what do you believe? Do you believe something can happen by tomorrow morning? Or do you just think you believe? Or do you doubt in your heart, but you're kind of waiting saying, oh, I believe. Oh yeah, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. It's all going to be different. But you haven't retrained the circuits of your mind. This is serious, guys. This is no joke. You've heard this preached a thousand times, but it's time for you, yes, you, whoever's listening, to begin the process of rewiring your thought process so that your mind, that God created this amazing, amazing computer system that you're walking around with, that wants to recreate a software program, a user-friendly program, that will give you the ability to transform any situation. I'm talking about any situation. I don't care what your situation is. If you're in a lousy relationship, or if you're in a a, a destitute place, or if you are broke, busted, sick, and disgusted, that is who God is talking to. That is who Jesus came for. He came that you could have life and really have it more abundantly. Now, if you can't get that right here, you're not going to, we might as well stop right now. Because there are churches, there are people who continue to tell you God wants you to suffer. And I'm telling you, people are suffering. Oh yeah. But does God want that? If he wanted that, he wouldn't have put Jesus on the cross and put him in hell to defeat every enemy you ever had so that you then could overcome by rewiring your mind based on being born again into the kingdom. So you got to get it right. You got to get it straight and you got to wake up. We are in a time, we are coming into the age where Jesus is coming back. I don't care if you believe it or not. I don't care if you say, well, I've people said that for hundreds and hundreds of years. They've been waiting for him. Let me tell you something. Look around. The signs and of the times are upon you. They're overtaking you. This, if you ever put Jesus on the back burner, 
Now is the time to move it to the front burner because you will face up to the creator who gave you this multi-billion dollar earth suit. He, he took your spirit, breathed life into you, gave you a... This thing is worth billions. And you're walking around in it and feeding it garbage and treating it like it's nothing. And now is the time to realize who you are, who we are in Christ, in Christ, not apart from him, but in him. So there's a system that God has used that will absolutely guarantee results for anybody who wants to rewire their mind and be transformed, right, from wickedness, evil, and all that into abundance and health and victory. And he went through a lot to bring that teaching into this earth. And yet people toy with it like it's a nothing. Oh, yes, I know. Jesus died for my sins. And thank you, Jesus. I am not worthy. I am. If you weren't worthy, he wouldn't have went to the cross. He wanted you to become worthy. You were a sinner. You were contaminated. Your brain is wired wrong. Now you have an opportunity through being born again to have a fresh start. Are you taking advantage of that? Or are you sitting on your own hands saying, Oh, I don't know. God didn't. I hope God fixes me. I hope he can help me. He did. He did. And he set the keys right in front of you. It's sitting right here. Anything and everything you need has been placed in your hands. Now, let's begin. What do you do? If you can believe, <coughs> all things are possible. So, is Jesus lying or is he telling the truth? Now, I know the answer to that, and I know you know the answer to that. Now, here in Mark eleven twenty three, Jesus is talking. Verily I say to you. Now, what does verily mean? You know what it means. Verily means listen up. I'm telling you a truth that's beyond any. You should listen to this truth, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and, and, big and, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatever he says. What? What are you talking about? I can have whatever I say? Oh, there's a catch. You got to believe it. We're going right back to that other scripture. You have, the key here is believing, believing that it will come to pass. Not haphazardly, not lightheartedly, but knowing that you know that you know that you know that because you said it, it shall come to pass. Now, we're going to get to that. But this whole thing is about confidence in believing what you believe. And your confidence is where we're dealing with the whole subject because most people's confidence level is at an all-time low where they don't have the confidence to believe. They don't see it, therefore they don't believe it. What about you? What about you? Do you believe it? Will you receive it? Will you take the challenge to renew your mind, rewire your brain with the word 
so that you can speak to a mountain and watch it run. Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be so exciting that if any mountain in your life, and that could be money, that could be health, that could be relationships, that could be any part of you that is not 100% exactly what you want. I bet if you did a survey of 100 people and say, do you have in life exactly what you want? How many would say, yeah, I wouldn't change a thing. I would love to know the answer to that. Maybe we can do that sometime. But if you answer the question, well, I have some things, but I need other. Or, no, that's not describing my life at all. I don't have anything I want. But here's what I'm going to tell you. You have exactly what you've attracted. You have exactly what you are in your heart. Because as a man or woman thinketh in their heart, so are they. So is their life. And it's not your fault if things aren't right. Because you were wired, your brain was wired wrong. You have to accept that. Even the best of us have to be rewired. That's why unless a man be born of again, they cannot enter into the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? They can't see it. The kingdom of God are all the rules and principles by which God originally made for Adam to succeed in everything that he did. He gave us a system that would not allow us to fail at anything if we would believe. If you can believe. Oh, Art, this is so ridiculous. You're telling me that I can do this? No, I didn't say you could because Jesus already did it. He already went to the cross. He already did it. And if you've accepted him, he's living inside of you, and he needs you to let him do it and be confident that he is and be aware that he is inside of you. Treat him like he's right there, because he is. You need a personal relationship with the Savior. He is the Savior who will transform and rewire your mind if you will give him permission to do that. But in order to do that, you have to give, put in the Word. He is the Word. So when you put him in you, you have the Word, the Word, Jesus, the Christ, inside of you, wanting to rewire your thinking. But so so many Christians say yes to Jesus. I've accepted him. But don't, don't, you can't, this is the way I am. This is the way I was born. This is the way I act. I am emotionally attached to that thought. And people use their emotions to fight off the born-again experience. They are still living like they're captives, even though they've been born again. And yet, here's Jesus inside of us through a personal relationship. And he's saying, let me rewire you. <clears throat> let me refire you. Let me help you. And stop thinking. He wants you to stop thinking like you think and start thinking like he thinks. And the more you put in his word and speak it out of your mouth and replace your old thoughts with the new thoughts from God, and take into captivity all the old thoughts that try and make you feel unworthy 
and make you feel like you're a sinner, then the Jesus in you, not you, Jesus in you will do the work. And he will do the work. He will bring the miracle. He will fix your body. He will fix your finances. He will. But your confidence has to be that he will. Your belief has to be that he can. No different than the man here. He said, do you believe? Jesus said, do you believe that I can do this? And the man says, I do. Do you? Do you believe that Jesus in you can do this? You're carrying around the Son of God. Why are you acting broke, busted, sick, or disgusted? This is serious. This is verily, verily, I say unto you. It is time to become aware of the personal relationship. If you're not talking to Jesus every day, if you're not talking to him every hour, if you're not talking to him every 10 minutes, you're missing an opportunity to visit with the Son of God, who really is God Almighty and Jesus, and communicate through the Holy Spirit. And that is the power of knowing how to rewire your your mind. So we're going to take a commercial break. But don't go away. Don't lose your thought. This is serious. This is serious. I can't say it enough. It is time for the body to become the body. It is time that you stop playing with it. Let's go. In Jesus' name. We'll be right back. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Broadcasting live from historic West Norton Township, this is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. We are back, and I hope you're still with us, and I hope you want more. If not, well, we'll pray for you, and go on your way. But I'll tell you what. This is a moment of destiny. You're living in a time where your destiny is inside of you fighting to come out and make its appearance in the earth. Will you allow the God of the universe to help you to, to bring your destiny, manifest your destiny here in the earth? Will you allow him to do that through you? Will you allow the Garden of Eden to be rebuilt right around where you are? I don't care how bad the circumstance. Listen to me carefully. If you need to make more money or have more money, if you are in debt, and I don't care what the amount is, there are very simple rules that when you use them, will work every time, but it's all hinging on this premise that you believe. And you believe, not in yourself, 
because the one thing I know for sure after 45 years of studying this, it's not me believing in my ability to get a stronger perception of how the whole system works. It's in my ability to know that I don't want to wait for that. It's my ability to know that I can accept the Son of God into my life and allow Him to do it instantly while my confidence and belief is growing in Him. The Garden of Eden is being built because Jesus already got you and I everything you'll ever want or need. In, the, in Philippians 4.19, it says, My God supplies all my needs according to His riches and glory. His riches. Jesus got it all. There is nothing in this earth that legally does not belong to Jesus. He took it back from Lucifer. Lucifer had it. Now, he still has, uh, Lucifer still has a part of it. And that part is the only thing, part that he has is the part you allow him to take, because he's the thief, to come to steal, kill, and destroy. So you have to realize that if you don't have what you want, it's being stolen from you right this very moment. And if you're going to be upset with anything, you should be upset with, number one, that you are allowing that to happen. Two, that he is doing it to you. Satan, the God of this earth, who stole it from Adam, lost it to Jesus. Jesus, who's alive in you, got it all back, and you have it back. There's no more fight. If you're fighting a war with Satan, you're fighting it with the wrong person, the wrong situation. The war is in your mind. So Satan can't physically attack you, but he wants your thoughts so that he can re keep your mind wired in error, in failure. And if he can keep you wired that way, then you're body that God created will continue to put you on a merry-go-round, bringing more of the same and worse. But you, my friends, are born again. Born again. And the Jesus who made that possible has a personal relationship with you. He's living in you, and all he's saying is, he's looking at you, no different than in in the gospel and saying, do you believe that I can do this? Well, what's the answer? Do you? Do you believe that he can, not you? And I think that's the big stumbling block. We want to wait till somehow we're perfect. Somehow we're worthy. But you don't know, Art, all the things I've done. I'd feel like a hypocrite because I've done so many things wrong. That's another topic, but God forgave that. God forgave you. His mercy and grace has wiped it out. He's not counting it. You're counting it. You're the only one who's letting your brain stay wired for guilt. That's right. You're rewiring it, or allowing it to stay wired to feel guilty, 
to feel abused, to feel wrong, to feel... And every time you repeat a story that made you feel that way in the past, that made you feel awful, your emotions are triggered. And you continually reinforce the wiring from that situation so that it continues to stay alive inside of you. You I mean, people who've been through divorces and different things don't want to attract the same kind of people. But if they keep reliving what was wrong, they will attract it because they keep rewiring themselves with the emotion and the thought that causes the magnetism that God created. And that's what we have. We have our, we are a magnet, mag, magnetic situation here where we attract. We attract, but what we're attracting is what we allow ourselves to be emotionally and mentally every day. That's why the Word of God says to praise God in all things. Praise changes your frequency. Praise changes the way you feel. It, if you could right now imagine the perfect heaven on earth, what would it feel like? That's the first thing. What would heaven on earth feel like? Well, I'll help you a little. It would feel very safe and secure, like nothing could get to you. Well, start acting that way. Start believing that way. Start renewing yourself with that kind of a thought. You would feel very safe, very strong, because your confidence would be whatever I want will come, and I am protected, guarded. Now, if you cannot rehearse that feeling, then you are allowing the old feeling to continue, that emotion. And that emotion that went through pain, and I'm not trying to belittle anybody's situation. People have gone through horrific experiences. And they can say to themselves, I deserve to feel that way. Well, theoretically you do. But when you say that, you're sentencing yourself to continue to feel that way. Jesus came to give you life and bring it more abundantly. So what we have to say is, what does it feel like to live in Christ, to have him living in me? What does it emotionally do for me to know that I'm totally living under the protection of God Almighty. In Psalm 91, it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall live under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress in Him, I trust. Surely he shall deliver me. He shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler, from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover me with his feathers. Cover me with his feathers. Have you ever seen that with a baby chick where the chicks run underneath and they covered with the That's a safe place. Are you covered with the feathers? Jesus came to live in you, to connect you back to God, 
so that you can be under the shadow of the Almighty. But we have to renew, rewire our brains. Stop thinking old thoughts. Stop emotionalizing old situations. I get it. You were there. It happened. You didn't deserve it, but it happened to you. And you love to tell your story about how awful it was. And every time you do, you stir up the emotion to reinforce what it was like, and you continue to attract the thing you don't want. So if you still, if you, something happened to you 10 years ago, five years ago, even a year ago, and you're still rehearsing that in your mind every day, then I'm going to tell you right now, you are preparing yourself to attract more of the same. You're preparing yourself to attract more of the same. So if you don't like that, if you don't like what I'm saying, pause and think about it. You're on a merry-go-round. The only way to change the path is to be born again and renew your mind with the Word of God. Rewire your brain. It'll recreate a path of software user-friendly to you so that when something happens, you won't be swearing four-letter words. You'll be quoting Scripture. And that user-friendly software will cause everything in your circumstances to change. And you will attract what you now have become in the born-again experience. Oh, boy, I'll tell you, it's amazing stuff, isn't it? Matthew 9, 27, verse 27 through 30. And when Jesus departed... Two blind men, blind, following him, crying, saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. So, now, in order for them to say that, they had to believe that he was the son of David, because they all believed that through the line of David would come a, would come a Messiah. <clears throat> and they, they're crying. They're blind, but they're still following him. And when he, okay, mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind man came to him, and Jesus said unto them, now listen very carefully, believe ye that I am able to do this? Do you believe that I am able to? That is the question you have to ask yourself. Do you really believe that Jesus is able to do this? And I'm not saying, oh, yeah, crying like a baby, saying, yeah, I believe, I believe, I believe. No, I'm talking about, do you really believe that this could happen today? Do you really believe that this day a miracle can take place in your life? And, and they said unto him, yes, Lord, we do believe. Are you saying that? Yes, Lord, I believe. And are you saying it with confidence? Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. 
And that's what Jesus is saying to you today. What you have is according to your faith. He's sitting right there. You can no longer say, I didn't, I, if I could have been there when Jesus walked through Galilee, he would have healed me. He's sitting inside of you. He is re- you have a personal relationship with the Savior and Healer of the universe. And all you have to do is say, yes, Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. Wow. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that you tell no man. Why do you think he said that? Because if they showed two, two, three people and they tried to talk them out of it, oh, it probably was just a fluke. They could lose it. Their faith was just young. It was just growing. Jesus is in you. This is what I'm trying to make us all more aware of. That the Christ who, who did it all for you, who paid the price for your sin, who paid for everything, he is actually in you because you invited him to be Lord of your... Think about it. You said, be Lord of my life. Then why are you holding on to all the old connections and just saying, well, I don't know why he doesn't do this. He can't live your life. He can live it through you, just like Satan can. And Satan wants to steal from you all the good news. The only chance Lucifer has is to convince you what Jesus did didn't really happen. Or it's not enough. It wasn't powerful enough. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to start to believe that Jesus is in you? Because he is. He is in you. He is in you. And their eyes were opened. In James, book of James, chapter 3, verse 3 to 7. And many things we offend all. But if any man offendeth not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. So he's telling us here, if we stop what we're saying, stop it. You can change bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in horses' mouths that we that they may obey us, and we turn around their whole body just with the tongue, just by putting a bit in there. Behold also the ships, which though they are big, huge ships, and no matter how big a big ship no matter how big your problem is, no matter how big your mountain is, no, it does. he's telling you it doesn't matter. Are driven by force winds, yet they turn around with a very small helm um, and, and a governor. It's, it's, a, it's a, the rudder, right? And, and uh, so even though the tongue is a little member, and boasts great things, behold how great a matter a little fire kindles. So even a little mumble out of your mouth against God, or against your, or, or continuing to mumble about your situation, is kindling it to continue. 
So the tongue is a fire, a world of inequity. So it, it is the tongue among your members that it defiles your whole body and sets on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire by hell. So what does that mean? Hell, Satan, puts a thought in your mind. You take the thought. You believe the thought. You speak the thought. The fire starts. Little bitty kindling. You speak it again. You speak it again. This always happens to me. The same time thing always happens. I wonder why. You literally are accessing hell through Lucifer by allowing thoughts that are not your thoughts. They're Lucifer's for you. And he gets a hold of your tongue and you're speaking it out of your mouth. And therefore, the tongue can't steer the ship away in the positive direction. You're stuck going in a circle of negativity, broke, busted, sick, disgusted. Oh, God, we are so, oh, it's so bad. You have no idea. Wake up, church. I'm telling you, and, and if you're somebody out there and you're in bad shape, I understand you're hurting, but you have got to change the wiring in your brain, and it comes by acknowledging that Jesus is alive in you. He is your Lord. Your belief is not in that you can do it. It's in that He did it, and He is doing it for you. And then you hold your tongue, stop speaking as if He's not there. Hold your tongue. Put it to sleep if you have to. Don't even say a word rather than to say something bad about yourself. And believe me, I know it's easy to say something bad about yourself because you know all your own faults and it's easy to acknowledge them. So here in James 3:11 through 14, doth a fountain send forth the same from the same place sweet water and bitter? Should your mouth be putting out good and bad? The knowledge of tree, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Stop your mouth from doing it. That's part of activating the kingdom. Your mouth has you on a course. It came from hell with thoughts. Those thoughts drop down into your heart, come out of your mouth, and the fire continues to burn, and you're leading yourself down the path that you don't want to be on. Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries? either a vine, figs, so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. And what he's saying is it shouldn't. You got to take control of your fountain. This is your fountain. What are you putting through it? What are you putting out? But if ye have envying strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. Stop fighting the truth, the Word. Let the Word rewire your brain. That's the purpose for repeating God's Word over and over, out loud. And it's just not repeating it isn't going to make it happen, but it's going to rewire your brain. 
It's going to rewire the connections and you will be actually developed into a born again Jesus person. That Jesus in you will do the work and you'll allow him to because you've been rewired to understand it. You know, it's time to get rewired. Here in Proverbs 18.8, the words of a table bearer are as wounds. They go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Table bearer. You ever sit at the table and have people make fun of you? You ever sit at a table and have people put you down? They're wounds. You're wounding people when you talk about them, when you put them down, when you jest. I'm just kidding. Really? Stop wounding people. It goes down into their belly and it hurts them. So if you're a parent and you do that to your children, shame on you. Change. Take control of your tongue. Speak the words that God wants you to speak. Speak the words from the Bible. His word is the truth. And anything apart from God's word is a lie. Period. The end. What will you do with that? What should you do with that? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be putting Jesus where he belongs as actually being the Lord. See, you're still trying to be the Lord. You're still trying to tell Jesus how to think, and he's sitting right there inside of you waiting for you to say, you actually are my Lord. I'm turning this problem over to you. I can hardly wait to see the victory. And I would refuse to speak anything other than that until I see it. In Jesus' name. If you're going to fast, you know I hear Christians They tell me all the time, you know, we're going to fast and pray this one through. Really? That's great. How about fasting your tongue from saying anything apart the Word of God? Can you do it for a day? Can you do it for two days? Can you do it for a week? Can you do it for a month? Can you do it for three months? Fast by speaking the Word of God. That would be an ultimate, amazing victory that you can have by only speaking God's words for 90 days, 30 days, maybe a week. Maybe you need it for a day. Maybe you got to start small. How about an hour? Some people would have trouble with that. You are the one steering the ship. Jesus is sitting right there. The Lord of Lords. Who's the, who are the Lords he's Lord over? His people. You are a Lord And you need to allow Jesus, that's right, to be the Lord of your Lordship. But you are still lording over your thoughts. You are fighting for the right to believe what you believe. Fighting for the right to be you. But if you surrender it to Jesus, his word will transform you like that. He will. Now, I hope we're getting somewhere here. In 2 Corinthians 10.5, casting down imaginations and every high thing 
that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Hey, to the obedience of the Lord of Lords. The Lord of Lords in you, your job is to cast down all the other thoughts, to cast down every imagination that is not in your favor, and to bring into captivity, take it in captivity, every thought, every thought, every thought that's not from God's Word. That's your job. Are you doing that? And letting the Lord of Lords be the Lord in your life. He is in your life. So so here's the message. The message is Jesus, when we accept him, we're born again. So here comes the Lord of Lords, and he says, I am now the anointed one and his anointing, and I'm in you. Stop lording over me with your old ways. Allow me to transform you by surrendering to what I want to do for you. He came into your life and he did it because he wants to, and he began a good work in you and he wants to continue that work developing it, bringing you to full completion. But you got to let him. you got to acknowledge that he's Lord. Let his ways be the way, not yours. Stop insisting that you know how to do anything. And start rejoicing that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords living inside of you has all the answers. If you will develop that friendship and that relationship, The Holy Spirit will give you the revelation knowledge you need to take the next step and and transform any circumstance, any circumstance, and any situation that you come up against. We're out of time. Have a great week. Be blessed. This program is called All In. I hope you are. See you next week. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love, it's about everything above It's about war, it's about peace It's about changing history It's about you, it's about me It's about time